Leverage Redemption comes to IMDb-TV, and the con is on and more exciting than ever. The team reunites as they take justice into their own hands, not to mention adding a few new exciting recruits. For this crew, the stealing is mutual. There's no shortage of bad guys, and the con game has only gotten more complicated. Don't miss out on the action-packed heist and discover why crime is fun when you're the good guys. Leverage Redemption, streaming free July 9th on IMDb-TV. IMDb-TV is available on Fire TV, Roku, or anywhere Prime Video is available. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Hey guys, if you really like this episode, please support our podcast by going to talkmurder.com slash join and becoming a Talco Supremo. On May 25th, 2012, someone uploaded a home video to a popular gore website showing a 33-year-old male tied up and lying on an apartment bed. In the background of this dimly lit room is a Casablanca movie poster, and the hit single New Order by True Faith is heard playing over some speakers. The video itself is a little over 10 minutes in length and is accurately titled One Lunatic, One Ice Pick. You probably have a good idea of what happens next. Welcome to Talk Murder to Me. Guys, only one week until our live show. Our first live show. And for those of you who are close to the Charleston area, you may... Well, the show may be sold out by the time this comes out, but get your tickets ASAP. We ain't lying. So the hint tonight was really, really, really ridiculously good looking. Did you ever think that maybe there's more to life than being really, really... Really ridiculously good looking. It was. And so we are drinking blue steels this evening. <laughs> which that is, is the perfect drink for tonight. Thank you. Thank you. I found a Mogatu. Yeah. But we, it did we, not look good. Or it, did we didn't have to. <laughs> it didn't have any of the ingredients. I'm either. sorry, but any of the, the drinks that like require me to whip an egg white, I'm just not. Yeah, no. You know, I cook, but I'm not gonna do that for cocktails, at least at this point in time. I can smell that surprise shot. I know, right? It makes me want to skip surprise shots this episode. Yeah, I, I am really not looking forward to surprise yeah. shots tonight. Tonight's episode is a little gruesome, so I went into the liquor store and I said, what's the strongest thing you have? Oh they said God. rubbing alcohol, and that's what we're oh, drinking. Oh, shit. <laughs> Cut it with some gasoline like old peewee. I feel like we've had some variation of this drink before. Possibly. You're supposed to pour the blue curacao on top. Mm. And it's supposed to like trickle down? Yeah. But trickle it's down like, effect? It's like a little haze. This drink is really good. So we have a really good discussion going on right now at TalkMurder.com for the John Wayne Gacy episode. I didn't know that we had so many Gacy experts out there. and Our Gacy stickers are going to start selling out now. Yes, we do have Gacy stickers. If you want one, shoot me an email, John at TalkMurder.com. If you're a small taco or taco supremo, I'll send yours out ASAP. 
And then once all of you guys have one, then I'll start sending our fans the, the remainder stickers, the John Wayne Gacy stickers. And speaking of tacos, we have two new small tacos to welcome. Welcome, Madison. Madison. Love welcome, the name. Madison. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. And secondly, welcome, Mary Beth. Yay. Another small taco who has joined and us. Madison, M&M. M&M. Thanks, y'all. We really appreciate it. It means so much to us getting those little Taco Supremo and t- small taco notifications. It really, truly does. Also, keep sending us emails and commenting on our posts because we really enjoy them. And we read and respond to every single one. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. John trying to kill us tonight. I wonder what it is. <laughs> oh, man. It really. Maybe uh, I should plug my nose. Why did I buy this? I don't know. Because you have to take it, too. It's not like. The... You don't have an option. Yeah. I, I might plug my nose. I'm just going to do it. We're all going to die anyway one day. Yeah, but I don't want to die tonight. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Oh, no. This is going to be so gross. Oh, uh, Just don't don't oh. smell it before. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? One, One, two, three. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Ah! Ah, 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 ah. That was so bad. (laughs) I hope you didn't spend a lot of money on those. Uh, That was so bad. My esophagus and my... It really does hurt. It's burning. My vocal cords or whatever, that tube that goes down to your... Your throat? Your throat. My throat is burning. Uh, Your esophagus? Like, I'm warm inside, and not because I have feelings of affection for anything. Bleah, oh, my God. That was so gross. It kind of has an... Since I didn't really taste it, and since I held my breath so I wouldn't breathe anything in, the aftertaste tastes like tequila. However, Ugh. there was a time when we took a shot that we still have a whole bottle of where we said this, and it was moonshine, and so I think it's moonshine. I kind of got like a coconut taste. Really? Uh, are you serious? <laughs> oh, I got no taste from that. I don't know what it was. I, it was not mm. pleasant. I don't have a guess. Tonight we are drinking Palmetto Moonshine. Oh. Palmetto Moonshine, a full-on high-strength moonshine from the Palmetto Moonshine Range, produced in South Carolina, sometimes known as the Palmetto State. It's been distilled twice before being placed in these handsome rustic jars at 52.5 ABV. Good for mixing in summer drinks. No, it's not. Um, the, the little, uh, gla- I like, yeah, I like the, the bottles can we are keep cute. these? I like I mean, that. Want, for like, <laughs> no, give shots. them to me. <laughs> no, I want mine. I'm keeping it. <laughs> for portable shots. So that was moonshine. It's that not was real terrible. moonshine. No, it, new popcorn something. Moonshine is something you make in either the bathtub or out in the woods in North Carolina. That's where you make the real moonshine at. Guys, I hope you really enjoyed the John Wayne Gacy episode. That was part one. Part two is coming out next week. Uh, we're going to dive very deep in the psychology of the killer clown. All right, so tonight's not really a taco special. It was recommended to me that I look into this. Go on. Well, all right. So first, I get emails every day about stories. And usually when I get an email, I'll at least type the name in the Google and do maybe 10 
15 minutes max of research and then kind of decide when I'm going to do the story or if I'm going to do it at all. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the usual routine. But I got an email yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, typed in the name like always. Mm -hmm. And I could not look away. And it all all of a sudden (laughs) took first priority. Yeah, I could not do anything else but try to understand this story. All right. And so I emailed the person that sent me this story. hey I said, Savannah. Savannah's her name. Hey, Savannah. Oh, hey, Savannah. I said, Luca Magnata, we're doing the story tonight. Would you please like to explain yourself? (laughs) (laughs) And then she called in and left us a really good message about the story, which I'll play in a little bit. Oh, awesome. Well, at first when you said Luca Magnata, I thought you were speaking Latin or something. Guys, this is Savannah calling in to weigh in on the Luca Magnata case. The craziest thing to me about this case is how much of a spectacle it caused online. After what happened, without giving too much away... It was all online for anybody to watch, and even today, people are still trying to find it online. And I think sometimes we forget that these are real victims with real families, and his family is going online and seeing what a spectacle it caused and how many people just want to watch his murder online. And it's just terrible to think that when you do these things out of curiosity, you're not having any remorse for the family. This case is one of the craziest I've ever heard, and it kept me up at night with nightmares. And I know you guys are going to find it just as crazy as I did. And hopefully it doesn't give you too many nightmares and you're able to eat your tacos again. (laughs) And remember that there are still good people in the world. Love you guys. Hope you really enjoyed this episode. Aw, thanks for that. Thanks, Savannah. So well, she's, she signs her emails, Hugs and Tacos. Oh, hugs and Tacos. <laughs> she's in Charlotte, right? Yes. And well, yes, Savannah, we are going to Charlotte. Not to be confused with the fact that we're also going to Savannah. Yeah, that's very confusing, Savannah. Because so, I, I might actually meet you for the first time and be like, oh, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that name. If you I like come the name to Charlotte. our Savannah, uh, I like Savannah if you come to our Savannah show, I'm going to call you Charlotte. How about that? Well, she's going to come to our Charlotte show yeah, because she lives in Charlotte. Which that's her name. <laughs> the Savannah yeah. is her name. So that would be correct. <laughs> yeah. So we are. We were already planning on doing a Charlotte show. So, so tacos, if you just want a quick heads up. So we've got our August show that is... Upcoming in the next couple of days. Yeah, give us the rundown of all the shows coming up. We've got Charleston, South Carolina, our hometown, right in September here. September 17th. September 17th at Frothy Beard Brewery. We're going to do an October show in Savannah, Georgia. We're hoping to up our seating capacity since our tickets are selling out super fast. Uh, From there, we plan on doing Charlotte in November. And December, we are hoping to schedule Asheville, followed by Myrtle Beach in January. So that's our upcoming schedule that we are looking to accommodate for our Taco Supremo. So um, someone actually did comment on if we're going to come to Orlando. We do have Orlando in the schedule, and we are hoping to do that in May, uh, in accordance with CrimeCon. Now, all of these 
states, we could accelerate and do more if we all become millionaires and are able to quit our jobs. So we need your help to do that. Yeah, and as of now, we're going to go to CrimeCon. So if you're going to CrimeCon, wear your Supremo shirts, and I'll give you one hug. And that means a lot because I don't like touch anyone. He doesn't even hug us. I don't even hug them. That's also true. That's a big deal. All right, does anyone want to take a guess about where we're going and who we're killing tonight? The hint was really, 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 really ridiculously good-looking. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Is this the guy who was in jail that was a model or, like, became a model after he was in prison because his mugshot photo was so pretty? No, but that's... I know because I don't think he actually killed anyone. No, he's out no of jail idea. now. Was it he? Was he like theft or something? Yeah, was, something was he stupid. like theft? What an idiot! Or uh, drugs or something? I don't know. Yeah, come on, dude. All we, right, we need some. Uh, we need a story here, dude. Damn it, that was a waste of a guess. But oh well. well. That was your guess. You only get one. I know. I said that was a waste. But oh well. Jen, bring it home for us. What Jen. is your one guess? Um, I'm gonna guess North Carolina. That's a so, good guess because. Uh, Charlotte's from North Carolina. Well, Savannah's. Savannah's from, from Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> Darn you, Southern states with your people and names. I'm gonna guess that the killer targeted very good-looking people. Maybe they maybe they posed as a modeling agent, or you know, like they have those star searches at the mall or something. And then they ask you to do porn. I mean, I don't know. Has anyone ever approached you for that? Because no one's ever approached me for that. So yeah, wondering. someone approached me and All gave me a card for porn. All the me time. And my Good sister for you. That's kind of a compliment, isn't it? I was in high school. Oh, so no, that's weird. That's creepy. That happens yeah. to me every day, Jen. Oh, please. I get approached for doing like bestiality porn <laughs> and stuff like that. Goats and, you know, sheep. I think... <laughs> <laughs> And I'll say, you don't even have to pay me. I'm just kidding. I'll cut that. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Would you fuck me? Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. (laughs) Okay. Confused (laughs) at how this relates to a story Uh, here. All right. So we're getting one more shot because this story is fucked. Our lives will be forever changed with this story. I can feel it now. Your lives will be forever changed if you guys decide, and I'm going to give you the option to decide. There is a 10-minute video, and if you decide to watch it, the person that can watch it the longest is fucked. (laughs) A win? It wins. What do we win? I'm all about winning. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not sitting here tonight... I wasn't even going to play the video for you guys. But if you guys want to see it, you let me know. I kind of want to see it. Okay, now to prime the video, so you guys really want to see it. I just want to win. To prime the video, I need to play one more sound clip for you guys to really understand this video. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Canada. Fucking love you, Canada. We're never fucking coming to tour in your country. <laughs> hey, I, I've never been to Canada. I kind of want to go. Got some poutine. And Savannah, I kind of wonder if you've ever seen the video. I don't, you probably haven't. 
Because I had to pull it from the disgusting sewers of the internet. The dark web? <laughs> oh, oh dear. my gosh, is he stabbing him? Just to give you... Oh, he's, he's killing him. Just to let you guys know, this video is titled, One Lunatic, One Ice Pick. The guy's not even, like, doing anything in reaction to it. Is he drugged out or something? I think Jen is scarred for life already. Oh, my gosh, he... He ice picked a smiley face into this guy. Oh, whoa. Ew. Oh, oh, did he take his head? Is his head off? Oh, his head's off. And. Oh, shit. And he's got his head. Oh, oh. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. I God. can't watch that. Just to let you guys know, everyone on the forum said this was fake until CNN and all these news stations came out and said, no, that's a definite real video. How did they know it was a real video? Well, number one, the guy's dead. They found his torso behind his this guy's apartment. Ah. Um, anyway, what I do want to say is one of the things was, oh, it was fake because there's no blood splatter. But the guy was already dead, so the blood is coagulated right. and it doesn't spurt out everywhere. Was he dead when he was first ice picking him? Yeah, because he wasn't reacting. There was no blood splatter. It's either, well, he wasn't like flinching. So we're going to get to that. Either drugged. he's really dead or he's really drugged. Yeah, okay. That's what I was going to say. But there's no... There, there's a section in the video, I don't know if y'all noticed it, where it, it cuts the scene. So somewhere in there, either he got killed or he got... <gasps> oh, no! Is he, like, shaking his hand? No, oh. he's trying to pull his arm off right now. Oh, I thought it already came off. Okay. No, he's trying to pull it off. The tendons are still there. <laughs> Is Jen still watching? He's about to throw up. Maybe I should stop the video. <laughs> Shit. But I'm still watching! There was no mention of throwing oh, up oh, in the Oh, oh, He's giving himself a hand job with... Oh my god, look at the bone. Don't you Jen, look up. at the bone, Jen. Ew. You guys are almost done. Only two and a half minutes left. Okay, excellent. Oh, is he gonna eat it? Great. Yeah, he's gonna eat a little bit, Jen, so don't don't freak out. Yeah, you guys made it. Jen, what's your thoughts? <laughs> 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 And it's time for another shot brought to you by the fucked up episode. Thank you, Savannah from Charlotte. Thank you, Savannah. And Thank you, Charlotte from Savannah. I'm going to make sure, Savannah, that you watch this entire video. Nicole, I think you and I can both watch any horror movie now. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, that's, you're never going to see anything that worse. These guys well, are shell shocked. I don't like things that pop out at me. Mom, Dad, can I sleep in your room tonight? <laughs> Well, actually, let, let me go over the synopsis. For you guys brave enough to watch the video, I can provide it for you. I don't want to get in trouble or anything. But that video was called One Lunatic, One Ice Pick. It was posted on May 25th, 2012 at uh, bestgore.com. So, what do you guys think? Oh, wait, actually, let, let me read a little bit about the synopsis of the video. And if you guys choose to watch it, you can. Video summary. This is from some guy on one of the forums. The One Lunatic, One Ice Pick video is filmed in a dimly lit room. A naked male is... Actually, I kind of want you guys to read it because it's going to make me throw up. Who wants to read this? The One Lunatic, One Ice Pick video is filmed in a dimly lit room. A naked male is seen tied to a frame of the bed while his captor stabs him in the abdomen with an ice pick. 
The victim is then seen with his throat slashed as his captor proceeds to slowly slice various parts of his body with a knife. Later in the video, the victim is entirely decapitated, and the captor uses a kitchen knife to cut into the muscles and dismember one, one limb after another. The murderer plays with severed limbs and even rubs his crotch area with them. It must have turned him on because the next thing he does is flip the dismembered, decapitated corpse on its front and fuck it in the ass from behind. Using a knife and fork, the murderer then slices a piece of fatty flesh from the victim's ass and presumably eats it before bringing a hungry dog in to also feast on the freshly killed man. The black and white pooch could not resist the smell of raw flesh and bit right into the stump. Once the pooch was done, the murderer stuck a bottleneck up the dismembered man's anus, repeatedly ass-fucked him with it. Putting the severed hands into use once more, the murderer laid on his bed, pantless, and masturbated with it. Now, if you still want to watch, go ahead. Jesus. <laughs> well, that's about the, the episode right there, guys. Okay, before we start, for our Tacos Primos out there, you may want to, you may want to get yourself kind of in the mood for this story by listening to one of our exclusives for you guys on the forum about the Vince Lee beheading murders that happened on the Greyhound bus in Canada, because I feel like it's a very interesting connection with this case because that was a Chinese man. Yeah. I noticed that I was going to comment on that. A Chinese man, Vince Lee, in Canada, behead someone and then cannibalizes some of the remains. Oh, I was going to say the man in this video looked Asian. Anyway, the man in this video looked Asian because he was from China. So it's kind of an ironic the, twist. The killer or the victim? The victim was a Chinese immigrant over here studying uh, for engineering. So it's kind oh. of ironic. It's very sad, number one. It's that very not even sad. It's just like really fucked up. Fucked up, but it is ironic that the reverse happened with the Greyhound bus story where a Chinese man killed a white uh, traveler and now a white man kills a Chinese immigrant. So it's literally the reverse of what happened. Very ironic. Anyway, let's get into this guy. He's got a lot of problems, obviously, as Jen said, and... So go to talkmore.com. I'm putting everything. I got a lot of sources on here, guys. Once Savannah sent me this, I could not look away, like I said. And I got the whole case mapped out. And it's very intriguing. The, the, this guy is not just a normal killer. And all the links are on talkmore.com. So this is the actual killer when he was young. His name is Eric Newman. I mean, look at him. He's kind of a sickly-looking kid. Obviously, he was bullied made fun of, everything else. He actually grew up in Scarborough, which is east of Toronto. He was the oldest of three. Parents divorced when he was young. When he was growing up, he was very close to his grandmother. He lost contact with his father. And his mother eventually got a new new boyfriend, Mm -hmm. so his new stepdad. But he was really close to his grandmother, Phyllis. Really close. The family... Always made fun of Eric. The grandmother would call him a, quote, faggot. He was homeschooled because the grandmother says this world is too unsafe and too dangerous. So he was sheltered. 
his grandparents soon split up, which devastated him because he was very close to his grandmother, Phyllis. He moved back in with his mother and the, quote, monster. Now, this is from him saying this in some of his blogs. This guy was a monster. He would drink all day. He was a raging alcoholic. And eventually he just got to where he would just drink all day and sleep. That's all he would do. He was an outcast when he was in high school, and he was, quote, forgettable. Okay, that's what the high school friends, uh, not friends, he didn't have any friends. That's what the high school yearbooks or whatever would say about this guy. He was, in the, you're forgettable. You're not, you're nobody. You're going to be just a nobody for the rest of your life. His family eventually took him to a psychiatrist where they said he was suffering deeply from depression and also, eventually, he'll get diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia, mm. but that's a little bit later. So you're looking at this guy right now. How, how, what year was he born? Uh, he was born in 1982. Here's where the story really twists, because this kid. I think it twists You're looking already. at Eric Newman. This, yeah. That's Eric Newman. He wouldn't hurt a fly. Okay. So in 2006 is where we're kind of really starting the story. That's when Eric Newman becomes legally Luca Magnata. I'm, a sh- I'm putting this link on talkmurder.com. You guys have to see this, the profile pictures. This is one of his websites, one of thousands, because wh- he was what? a master of self-promotion. Was, was he an escort or was he a model? That's a good question. He was both an escort and a model, a gay porn star, oh. and a stripper. He's a completely changed person from Eric Newman. A lot of these pictures are photoshopped. So, for yeah. instance, like this one is photoshopped. Oh, yeah, that's clearly photoshopped. Where he's in this car. Um, it's like a sports car. That's photoshopped. To get into this guy, he is a master self-promoter. A master he has thousands of different accounts, YouTube, all kinds of forum accounts where they're not his name, but they'll post his picture. So he was in the ultimate hype man. Let, let me look back at Eric Newman. That's old Eric Newman right there. Look at old dorky Eric Newman. Oh, now so you got sweet. Luca Magnata. Not sweet. That all of a sudden changed into this, mod, this Justin Bieber model kind of guy. Maybe he really did go to Paris. He's like got a the, lot of pictures in Paris. Yeah, he he does have. So he's an escort. So he does. He does he international in travel. He does what? travel. Yeah, he does travel. Quite yeah. the life of luxury. In fact, he was arrested in Berlin hmm. after he just left Paris. So yeah, he does travel. He is I an escort, Paris. and he does make. He was making good money as an escort. The victim was one of his clients, or someone he knew, or no, the victim. This is from Reuters. Luca Magnata, 32, had admitted to killing and dismembering engineering student June Lin, a 33-year-old. June Lin was an exchange student over here, a Chinese student studying in Montreal, Mm -hmm. a 33-year-old Concordia University student from, uh, I'm sorry I'm saying this wrong, guys, I don't pronounce shit right, Uh, Wuhan, Hubei, China. He was last seen on May 24th, police say, and reported missing on May 29th. So what far, year? what? What year? This is 1992. Okay. Or no, 2012. 2012. Okay. <laughs> this is uh 2012. Okay. 
Yeah, those shots are good, man. I, I needed a drink after this story. That video is gruesome as shit. Yes, it was. Maddie's believes nature is beautiful, majestic, serene. But human nature is inventive, intrepid, reckless. Nature says, look how many colors I can fit in a sunset. Human nature says, look how many hot wings I can fit in my mouth. But human nature needs nature. That's why there's Maddie's All Natural Acid and Indigestion Relief, a drug-free remedy for human nature, available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and Amazon. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. It's so sad because he comes over here. He's constantly FaceTiming or screen sharing to his mother. You know, look at how beautiful. One of the last posts that he sent to his mother was of this park with trees and green grass and everything else. It's like, look how beautiful this is over here. You know, I mean, because if you think of China, now I've never been to China, but I know they got a a bad pollution problem. And if you're in the city, you don't see green grass and everything else. I'm just saying. So over here, you see something like that, you send it to your mom. But it's it's really sad, and what's even sadder is the mother did come out and feel. She said she feels sympathy. 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 She feels sympathy. What is it? Sympathy. sympathy. She feels sympathy for <laughs> our. Sh- <laughs> sympathy. <laughs> she she says she has sympathy. I have to say that word. There's no other other sympathy. Sympathy. Yeah, there you go. The mother says she feels sympathy for the killer, but you know she understands. Not understands. I mean, obviously this is awful. But I mean, we're going to talk about this guy. You like as Jen said, you know, our psychology buff here. You can't be in the right mind and dismember a human body like that. No, or maybe you can. I don't know. He did get in some trouble in 2005. Now, I researched this a little bit. He got some fraud charges because he met a girl about the same age that was mentally disabled. or Not even mentally disabled, but basically the article I read, she was a 20-something-year-old with the IQ, not even IQ, but with the learning learning skills of an 8-year-old. Learning disorder. Alert, yeah, so she was basically, she acted like a child, basically, whatever psychology that is. So he befriended her and then oh, frauded. The men- mental age of. Yeah, mental age, yeah. She had the mental age of a like eight-year-old. So he befriended her and then frauded her by opening up credit cards in her name and stuff like that. Okay, and that's the first time he came on the radar. After that, 2006, okay, that's when he completely changed his identity. I mean, you saw Eric Newman, Eric Newman, quote, forgettable, who? Luca Magnata. Luca Rocco Magnata. What I want you guys to know about this guy in this case tonight, and I'm going to try my best. This guy was a master 
master, master, master. I'm taking notes from him about this. A self-promoter. No one questions that. This is a post from Miami Beach 411.com of him. Now, he uses thousands and thousands of fake accounts, but this is a real account. This is his picture that he posted of some car. It's a nice car. But it's Photoshopped. Yeah, it's not his car. If you want to read what he says on this forum. Guys, what's up? I just moved to Miami. My name's Luca, and I love it here. So much fun and so many things to do. I just got a new car as my graduation gift. I just finished school, and I'm glad to be in the sun and having fun here. Anyone want to go for a drive or show me around get back? Thanks, Luca Magnata. Pretty cool name. What a douchey. This is his porn list, if you want to read some of the porns he's been in. His first huge cock. Awesome. Monster Cock Jocks 25. Daddy Mugs fucks Justin too. <laughs> All right. Um, so basically, we're going to be looking at a lot of links. This is a blog that he wrote about his stepmother. My name is Luca Magnata, and this is my nightmare. Well, this is a hard story to write for the wounds are still very fresh. Don't think they will ever be healed. I made a big mistake a few years ago, you see. Okay, while my father is a very nice person, he also has a horrible dark side. He is an alcoholic and prescription abuser and pill addict. For days, he would take overdoses of pills and fall in the bathtub. My stepmother Joanne and I would try and try to help him, but it was no use. He would fall downstairs and would have to be rushed away in ambulances constantly. He even broke his rib, and on one occasion he broke his leg and arm because he was so self-medicated that he fell into a ditch at 2 a.m. and almost froze to death. Froze. Froze to death. But it says froze. Luckily, a neighbor of his was able to save him. He would 23 hours out of the day and ended up gaining an enormous amount of weight. So my stepmother... This is a really long thing. So my stepmother got really tired of being alone. She would always call call me for support on the phone and we would talk all night long. She would call me for help and advice when she wouldn't know what to do. So slowly, I began coming over to my parents' house and spending time with her while my dad was still on the sofa. She would offer me and we would sit up all night watching movies like Basic Instinct and Point of No Return. One night, she didn't want to watch movies with me. She wanted to take things further. She started to speak about sex, and she told me it was very hot in her place, so she took her top off. Then, without warning, she kissed me. I personally was shocked and didn't know what to expect. All I could see was my father laying right there next to us, Oh, and Joanne still wanted to go further, so we took each other's clothing off and began to kiss and have sex. This kept going on for months. I know what you may be thinking if you're reading this, but I'm not sick. Sometimes things just happen and you can, can't control them. Joanne and I would spend our time at the Metro. We even had sex next to the wolf's cages. Very erotic. So Luca Magnata appeared in the hit TV series... Which Grassy is so popular. Plastic makes perfect. Oh, is it about plastic surgery? I've had my nose done. I've had uh, two hair transplants, like I said before. And I'm planning on doing muscle implants in my pecs <laughs> and my <laughs> arms. So well, that just remains to be seen, but because that's pretty 
think you're a bit of an addict. You know who that reminds me of? The muscle implants. You ever watch Entourage? Where Johnny Drama wants to get the calf Cabin implants. Plants. Yeah. And he's always like, look at the tree trunks on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. My name is Luca, and I'm a cosmetic surgery addict. Now, this is his ex-girlfriend, a transgender, transgendered woman. I mean, I knew he had problems. Oh, so male I to mean, female. It showed, you know, when oh. I was with him. It just... Just his body language, the stuff he would do sometimes, his mannerisms. What's it been like for you becoming an escort? Do you enjoy your work? Yeah, you know, I really do enjoy my work. Um, I get to meet new people and, uh, <laughs> all the time, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a people person, and, uh, you know, it just worked out great for me, you know. That's Luca Magnata. Now, these videos are from the Fifth Estate. I'm still having a hard time bridging this to what horrific things we saw in that well video. then i gotta keep i gotta keep pushing forward then that's right because we gotta get you guys there what i'm really trying to get you guys to understand about luca magnata is yeah he's a narcissist he really is a narcissist but he and he's not addicted to killing or anything else he's addicted to being famous he would do anything and i mean anything to get some sort of attention. He had literally no friends at all. In fact, this video... I do, I got a grade for you in my condo other than this bitch keeps complaining about me. Oh, she's talking about my cat. That keeps crawling down by your window. These are some of his videos you're watching right now. What's up and hi to all my fans. Hi to all my fans. I just did. What else do you want me to say? What did you notice about that video? Um, I think he pretended that he, I think he's pretending that he's with other people, but it's really yes. just him. There you go. <laughs> he's making these videos all by himself and he's pretending that there's other people there. <laughs> Can you start to see? I'm trying to let you guys. I'm trying to get you guys to really see how desperate this guy wants to be famous. All right, this is for a male modeling show that he entered called Cover Guy. Hi, my name is Lou Luca. Magnot is my last name. M A G N O T T A. Hi, Luca. How are you today? Good. How are you? All right, definitely. I have a very deep voice. A lot of people tell me that, actually. How do I get my voice so deep? Yeah. Practice makes perfect, right? You got kind of a Ryan Felipe vibe going on. Right? A lot of people tell me that, like they remind me of like Fifty Four, that uh, movie, you know? Yeah, he's so. honestly one of my favorites too. Oh, really? I think, yeah, I think he's good. I think that that your body is a little bit slim. I used to be really overweight, to be on, honest. Uh, I used to be really overweight, and I lost, like, weight. Really? How did you do that? Oh, I just, like, got up every morning at, like, 4 o'clock and, like, ran constantly. And people would tell me, oh, stop running, stop running. And I just kept doing it, basically. What's your idea of overweight? <laughs> oh, God. I was, I, I was, I was a lot of overweight, actually. Oh, really? So, like, you know. I'm curious what your hair color was. Is that natural? Uh, no, actually, I just got to highlight it, change oh, okay. things up a bit, yeah. I think you look 
A lot of people tell me I'm really devastatingly good looking, so. <laughs> That's where I got the hit from. <laughs> this guy, I was trying to show you guys, and maybe I failed. Maybe I was too drunk. But he is very narcissistic, and he needs oh, yeah. to be known. Center and he attention. needs constant attention all the time. He's a master of self-promotion. So he would go on these forums and be like, oh, have you heard of this Luca Magnata guy? Huh. He's so sexy. Oh, my God. Like in all, I mean, he would do that just all across the board. And I mean, he, in some ways, he's smart in that regard. Yeah, he's but... a very smart marketer. And in fact, he actually photoshopped himself. This is kind of crazy. He associated himself with our favorite, Miss Carla Homolka ah! from <laughs> Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka, the Ken and Barbie killers. He actually spread rumors about himself that she was dating him. What? And she, he photoshopped pictures of his face on, in her pictures so it looked like they were together. Creepy. Then he goes after because I mean that got him a lot of attention because Carla Homolka yeah, everyone fucking like hates famous. her. I mean she's out of prison. You guys know that she actually volunteers at like a kindergarten. Anyway, what Canada? Fuck you. <laughs> Put people in jail for longer. So he set up this whole thing. He goes around to all these forums with all these fake accounts and hypes up the fact. Now, no one knew it was him, that he was dating Carla Homolka just to get attention. But then what he does is he goes to the son, the, you know, the son, mm -hmm. and he denies everything. And, um, and it's all because of the small rumor of you dating Carla Homolka. That's, this is the thing that's... The rumors destroyed my life, basically. And, oh, my God. Um, he started the rumor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys not understand that? Yeah. Like, the rumor destroyed my life. He started it, and then he goes to the news station to to says that it destroys his life. <laughs> any, what a fucking psychopath. Any publicity is good publicity. What a fucking psychopath. Uh, I've been receiving death threats. My address <laughs> is posted. That's why I had to move. Uh... I want my Pomeranian back. I want my, I want my Pomeranian back. <laughs> I want my pink shirt back. I want my Pomeranian back. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. So this is what he would post, like, them together in these forums. Like, have you seen these two? They're no. dating. <laughs> but it was him posting it. And then he goes to the sun and is like, this rumor has destroyed my life. You fucking started it. Wow. <laughs> I want my Pomeranian back. <laughs> my reputation is completely ruined. Um, I just uh, want everybody to set, I want to set the record straight that um, me and her have absolutely no connection. I go in to see casting directors, I go in to see agents. You know, they know who I am. You know, it's all over everywhere. I started being a stripper and. Um, and then basically, uh, I went from there to doing adult films, and I'm not ashamed of doing the adult films. I have a problem though with people saying those to relatives. 
and now nobody wants to talk to me. I don't have anybody, basically. Whoever's doing this, uh, <laughs> whoever's you know, doing this, please stop. You know, <laughs> it's <doing> him. <laughs> He's doing it. <laughs> Whoever's oh doing it. Oh my God. It's <laughs> he's exhausting. He's doing it. <laughs> what I have literally, uh, th- this forum that I'm in, they pulled thousands of fake accounts from this guy <laughs> posting about it. He himself. was so busy, man. Wow. Yeah, dude. He must spend like literally all his time on the internet. Anyway, all right. Let me get to the thing that's really fucking disgusting. Wait, Other than we haven't gotten there body? yet. No. After this Carla Hamalka thing, he didn't get the attention that he wanted, or he did, but it died out. Okay? I'm not going to show you the video of this. Don't ask me for it, because it makes me fucking sick. Worse than the other one? He goes online. He films himself in his apartment with two small kittens. Hmm. If you're a cat person, close your ears. I don't want to hear what he's doing to these kittens. Kittings. Kittings. That wasn't even English. Kittings with mittings. <laughs> <laughs> he he takes these two kittens kittens god damn it <laughs> he takes these two kittens this is fucking awful guys no, I'm not going to show you the videos of any of this I'm not going to show you the pictures but I will put the screenshots on Talk Murder not of the actual thing but he makes a video of himself now he doesn't show his face or anything but it's his apartment he takes two small kittens puts them in one of those vacuum-tight bags, and he sucks all the air out. And the video shows them suffocating until they're dead. What is wrong with him? Oh, my goodness. That got That's him, almost worse than the other video that we saw. Yeah. That got him a lot of attention. And, in fact, a guy Wait, named... He should have got him in jail. A guy... Here... Oh, Canada. Canada. We need to talk, Canada. Ryan Bowl of... Former U.S. soldier was so outraged by this video that he created this Facebook group that I'm, I'm putting a link on Talk Murder about the vacuum cat killer. Overnight, it got about 4,000 members, and the prime objective of this group was to find out whoever the fuck posted this. And that was him? their mission. They did. They finally figured it. Now they. I watched the the whole process of them figuring out. They basically took like little screenshots of the apartment and compared. It's it's a whole exhausting process of how they figured it out. But they finally figured out who it was. Luca Magnata launched the video. One boy, two kittens. Okay, the video showed a figure in a dark green hoodie suffocating two tabby kittens Aww. using a vacuuming plastic vacuum and plastic bag. The group. The Facebook group, along with other sleuths, spent thousands of hours trying to track down a man, Luca Magnata. They compiled pages and pages and pages and pages of evidence, and they gave it to the fucking Canadian police. And, of course, they busted him right down to the core. Wait, no, they didn't. It's Canada. They didn't do jack shit, mm. and the guy got scot-free. For about a year later, nothing ever happened. They didn't even question the guy about it. And then he takes another cat, a little kitten, feeds it to a big-ass snake that he was watching for a friend, films it, and then takes another kitten 
and ties it to a broom handle and shoves it in a bathtub filled with water until it dies. What is wrong with him? Oh, my goodness. Now, this was a year later after because he got so much much press a year later. The Canadian police still didn't do any shit. And if you watch the Fifth Estate documentary, this cop is on there is like, well, you know, we, we, we were waiting until the right time. Bullshit. There were psychiatrists that said, all right, this is behavior that will lead to a human getting killed. Well, okay. here you go. He literally kills two kittens. The Toronto police were contacted as well as the SPCA. Nothing was done. The cops were just eating a bunch of donuts or something. They didn't do jack shit. Kind of pissed me the fuck off. Mm-hmm. They didn't do shit at all. Fuck them. He takes a kitten, feeds it to a snake, and ties the other one to a broom handle and drowns it. The son was the only one, the Sun newspaper in the UK, was the only one that fucking cared about this to release it to public. This article is called Catch the Sicko Who Fed a Kitten to a Python. Two days after this article was posted by the Sun, because they the Sun's in the UK. Yeah. They're trying to catch this asshole. Trying to catch this motherfucker. Two days later, guess who walks right into the fucking front door of the Sun newspaper? None other than Luca Magnata. You can pretend to be someone you're not on the internet. People frame me, so isn't that logical to try to defend myself? Think about that. But they're not. But that, but that doesn't make they're sense. Not, they're not it? pretending not to be someone me. they're not. You're not answering. But they're not pretending to be someone they're not. not. Well, they're pretending to be me. People are pretending to be you. Isn't that obvious? When no one had pointed at him? Everyone pointed to him. He did the first one. And then he sends this. Now, this is what he wrote to the Sun newspaper. Right after he walks in there. Well, I have to say goodbye for now, but don't worry. In the near future, you'll be hearing from me again. This time, however, the victims won't be small animals. I will, however, send you a copy of the new video I'm going to be making. You see, killing is quite different than smoking. With smoking, you can actually quit. Once you kill and taste blood, it's impossible to stop. The urge is just too tr- too strong to continue. You have some very sexy journalists at your newspaper. I have one I'm very keen on now. He was very sexy. You know, the fun part of all this watching millions of people get angry and frustrated because they can't catch me. That's why I love this. I love the risk factor. It's so fun watching people work so hard, gathering all the evidence, and then not being able to name or catch me. You see, I always win. I always hold the trump card, and I always continue to make more movies. London is a wonderful... is. London is wonderful because all the people are so stupid. I have to disappear for a while, you know, until people quit bothering me. But next time you hear from me, it will be in a movie I am producing that will have some humans in it, not just pussies. The things I have seen, the things I've done, you can only imagine. Oh, it was fun fucking around with everyone. So have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's. You know I will. Getting away with all this? Now that's genius. Signed, yours truly. Or is it? The cops still didn't do anything. This guy flees the country and goes to France. But the cops weren't looking for him anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But this is from the 
Winnipeg Sun, 2012, May 31st, 2012 from the Winnipeg Sun. Um, He goes and he flees to France. Montreal police believe the 29-year-old Toronto native left the country last weekend for France under a false name. Magnata also goes by the name Eric Clinton Newman and Vladimir Romanov. Magnata apparently hitchhiked on his way to Ontario one week ago, not long after a man in his 30s was killed, cut into pieces, and partially eaten in Magnata's one-room apartment apartment in West End, Montreal. Wait a minute, so that video wasn't the first one? No, that was the video he's talking about. Oh. Yeah. A woman who says she picked up Magnata as a hitchhiker last week recalled that he was handsome. Oh, you can read this. I'm sick of reading. A woman who says she picked up Magnata as a hitchhiker last week recalled that he was handsome, very polite, but had a strange expression. The woman who didn't give her name told the QMI agency that she picked him up last Thursday in St. Lazare, Quebec, 40 kilometers west of Montreal. My, uh, she was driving along the highway with her son when she saw a man dressed in black who was carrying a black knapsack. My son and I let him in and he wants to get to Ottawa or Toronto, she said Thursday. He had nice black hair, he had piercings, and he was very, very well put together. She said the man was quiet, speaking only when she and her son asked him where she, he was going. He said he came through Montreal and was hitchhiking to Ottawa and Toronto, that he had friends there, and that he did that often, the woman said. I didn't feel at any time that I was in danger, though I found he had a very strange expression. She had let him off in Valleyfield, Quebec, near the Ontario border, and was surprised when she had read the news articles third Thursday, identifying Magnata as a possible killer. I asked my son, do you remember him? And he said, yes, Mom, he was the one we saw. I thought I was picking up a student and was helping him out. We just don't pick up anyone. This is from the National Post. Luca Rocco Magnata manhunt underway. This is after he cuts up the Chinese student. A blog attributed to him titled Necrophilia Serial Killer Luca Magnata included this March 2012 post. Quote, it's not cool to the world being a necrophiliac. It's bloody lonely. But I don't really care. I have never cared what people thought of me. Most people are judgmental idiots. I am unable to talk to anybody about it, and there's always the knowledge that 99% of people would be repulsed by me if they found out my found out about my feelings. Some people would even want to harm me. Okay, so this is where they found the torso of the victim. So the torso was in this bag. All right, so not only did... He dismembered the body and put the torso out with the trash in his apartment building. He also decided to send various body parts to different locations, including an elementary school. What? This is from Reuters. A Canadian man who has admitted to killing and dismembering a Chinese student sent packages of body parts, pink tissue paper, and handwritten notes to elementary schools and political parties, jurors were told on Thursday. So at this point, he's like his desire for fame has gone out of control. Four packages were mailed in May 2012. The packages that were sent to the schools contained pink tissue paper and a menacing note on the pink paper. One note included a poem, Roses are red. Violets are blue. The police will need dental records to identify you, bitch. What the Whoa! Fuck? Oh, shit, Jesus Christ. He even sent a 
a package, a body part package, to the Canadian Prime Minister, Stephen Harper's wife. And he actually got tried for that as well. I mean, it's, you can't be sending the, the crown human foots, you know what I'm saying? So this is from the Daily Mail. I'm going to read this right quick. Luca Rocco Magnata, cannibal porn star, arrested in Berlin Internet Cafe. He was actually arrested by the Berlin police in the shitty little internet cafe looking at pictures of himself on his computer. Oh, my God. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they busted in there. They grab his computer, and he's got pictures of himself. He's looking at them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, what a fucking wow. weirdo. I dude. mean, it's not surprising, I guess, yeah. based on this story. I don't know. What do you guys think about this story? I hope, I certainly hope that he was sentenced accordingly in Canada because they clearly said Oh, no, that. he kind of was. He was sentenced to life in prison. Yay! And he's eligible for parole <laughs> in 25 years. You've got to be kidding me. He'll be out. This piece of trash. Canada, come on. You are too nice. Now, I'm putting a lot of other links on talkmore.com, all the blog information about him and stuff like that. So be sure to check that out. Give me a comment on there, and let's start a discussion. This is a crazy story. Um, Very disturbing. Thank you, Savannah. Both Jen and Nicole made it through the entire video, and I'm curious to see if you've actually watched the video, Savannah. I can't believe he got life in prison with a potential for parole. That's just ludicrous because this happened in he's already 10 years, well, almost 10 years into his sentence, right? Yeah. I wonder if he's got a mirror in his cell so he can look at himself. All right, guys, if you really enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you use. If you really like this episode, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're absolutely obsessed with this podcast and want to become our model, go to talkmurder.com slash join. Become a Talk Us Primo. Get a badass t-shirt, sticker, swag, a lot of love. Shout it out all over the place. Tell me what story you may do. I research it dedicated to you on the Talk Murder Me podcast. My name is John. Here with Jen and Nicole. And until next time, please, guys, I want my Pomeranian back. They both are relevant. Alright, we were going with a different song. No, it's not. It's called Every Mom Wants the Best for Their Kid. Wants to put the best in Fucking ads. Ads, ads, ads. Let me put my ads in my butthole. So we chose the family plan because we're a family of four, so we need a little bit more more You're still annoying to me. She is. Go ahead and eat your broccoli bitch. I don't like her plastic surgery. Eat your broccoli bitch. No matter where you are, there's probably a Speedway right around the corner. So whether you want a freshly brewed hot or iced coffee, fountain drink, or speedy freeze, Speedway's got the fuel to keep you going all summer. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.